Stephanie Milkey here, aka Keto Mom, or often called Mom, Sis, Steffi, Daughter, Wife, Aunt, and Friend. Just like many of you, I carry a lot of titles. My favorite title is Mom. I should probably say Wife, which takes a lot of my time. But let's be honest if you want to do something and do it well, you will make the time for it. Commitment is hard because we find ourselves overcommitted, but when you practice prioritizing, you will find out what is actually important and what you can let go. With the Keto Mom Podcast, you will learn together how to manage our time, commit to the most important things in life, and I will equip you with the tools you need to feel qualified each step of the way. My name is Stephanie Milkey, and welcome to the Keto Mom Secrets Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Keto Mom page. My name is Stephanie. This is my amazing husband, Steve, and we are back. In Minnesota. We're back in Minnesota. All right, we so we've back. been we've been traveling for a while. We've been all over the United States. Uh, we've not been doing the book, The Power to Change. If you're actually brand new, uh, we've been going through this book for, it's over a month, right? We took a week off, we've been traveling, and so we're gonna get back to the book, helping you reach your goals, giving you ideas and concepts of really truly how to make those goals stick, the power to change. And so do you wanna give them a brief overview of like the who before the do before we dive in? Yeah. So for those of you who are tuning in, you're brand new. Awesome. So glad that you're here. Uh, you can also go to ketomomsecrets.com and you can yes. just go watch all of the previous ones that we've done, or you can go on Spotify or you can go on your podcast app and you can check out all the previous podcasts. Yeah. But to just get you caught up real quick, it's really important to know that each and every one of us, we have a specific dream or a specific goal, a specific calling right. in our life. And so often it's like, all right, well, I just have to do more. I have to become more. I have to add more things onto my to-do list. And so we've been very strategic with walking through this. I'm so thankful for Craig Rochelle, who's put together this Incredible amazing book. roadmap. The reality is, though, is we often just go to what's called behavior modification. Right. And what that means is adding more things to your to-do list. But how I'm often- I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. do we ever stop doing anything? Right. Right. So he's challenged us with what are some things that we want to start? What are some things that we want to stop? But even before that, he prefaced with this is the most important part. Right. That basically it's the who before the do. Right. It's when you when you know who you are, you know what, what to, to do. do. Right. And so what's, what's super fascinating for me, this has been transformational and just it's helped us to ask the right questions. It's helped us to- kind of like, even just pause and think. Yeah. We talked about the habit loop last time right. and it's like, there's certain things we've talked a lot about awareness. Right. Right. So for me, before I approach the, the sugar table or the donuts or the cookies or fill in the blank, whatever those things may be, I've always just justified in right. the past where I'm like, all right, well, I'll just or have I'll start this tomorrow or I'll restart tomorrow. I'm starting tomorrow right. or I can intermittent fast or I can just go do some cardio later. or I'm going to go work out later. So I use all these different modes right. of justifying. And I don't know exactly how many weeks we're into, but we're, have I we're, overcome the sugar? Yeah. Steve, Steve truly feels this is the only thing that has helped him overcome a sugar addiction or at least always thinking about it. Constantly thinking about right. it. It's the first time I've, been, I've ever been able to go to a party right. or uh, approach to a dinner table or having stuff lying around me. And there's not like a, an immediate pull. I think I don't I actually it. think you ate zero dessert as we were traveling and people were making it. Zero. I don't yeah, think you ate anything. I haven't had any. Right. 
It's pretty incredible. So not and and also he was saying it's not that he did, it's not that he won't in the future because he wants to make sure he's in control of it, but he's just doing this to make sure that food doesn't control him. Yeah. So I asked myself a simple question, like someone who's making every day you get to make decisions, right? right? Every day you're going to be faced with decisions, A or B, and choices do have consequences, both positive and negative. Right. But I asked myself this question. In this moment, what would somebody choose who's uh, who's attempting or training to honor their body for the Lord? Yeah. Right? And we talked a lot about trying versus training. That's another big topic that we've learned about. But the biggest key is knowing who you are, knowing who you are before just and doing all these different do. things. I love it. So if you did not see any of the lives in the past, I would encourage you to go grab the book, but also go to ketomomsecrets.com and you can watch all of the past lives that we've done. Uh, and we're going to dive in. So we're going to talk about um, really five different keys. So the chapter is called The Art of Start, The Art of the Start. And he's going to talk about making things obvious, attractive, easy, communal, and repetitious. You might be thinking, why are you standing? Because we're standing up today. I actually like standing better. He's always like, let's stand up. I feel more alive. Uh, we're standing up because I have a pinched nerve and I'm going to see a chiropractor here in a couple minutes, but I've been in pain for probably three days Three, three days. days, and I'm like, Ugh. so we're standing up. Plus he likes to stand up. I just Thank didn't you. know if it looked weird. This... <laughs> why right. are you standing in your I guess room? now that you all know why we're standing up, uh, this is important because the art of the start is. is also kind of like how we're starting this back over again. Right. hundred percent. So he dives into these five different words. He starts with making things obvious. He says, you need to make your habits obvious. And we've talked about this on the Keto Mom page before. I'll say, uh, have shaker bottles laying around your house. Always have a shaker bottle with you. He's saying, like, if you want to drink more water, keep it in front of you, right? Yeah. If you want to eat less snacks or, or snack less, get the snacks off the counter. He's talking about the very simple things of if you're wanting to do something, you have to make it obvious. So he says the water, he says, if you want to eat more vegetables, put the vegetables in the front of your refrigerator instead of the back, back of the refrigerator or something else in the front. Did you want to say something? No, I was just going to say, it's like walking into Stephanie's sister's house and on the main island <laughs> are the ultimate temptation of Girl Scout cookies sitting in a glass dome. He's like... Just staring at He's me. like, remove those cookies so, right now. <laughs> that's one of the things right. where it's like, what are you making obvious? Right. And uh, there's no shame in that statement, but I'm just saying like, right. it's a very practical principle. Look at your countertops, look at your refrigerator. A lot of people come to Keto Mom because of... Yeah because of wanting to lose fat or become because they want to live a healthier lifestyle. And so often then we hit them with this mindset stuff, <clears throat> right. but your thinking truly determines your actions. Right, your thinking truly determines your future. Your thinking truly determines your current perspective and how you're looking at things. So that's why we always go to mindset because it is everything. It is foundational. Right. He says a small change in what you see can lead to a big shift in what you do. So in the book Atomic Habits, he also says, you don't have to, you, you don't have to be the victim of your environment. You can also be the architect of it. And so just simply changing things that are you're visual, visually seeing can shift so many different things in the habits that you're creating. And so the number one thing or the first thing he said was make it obvious. Obvious. All right. Number two is make it attractive. He gives ideas of uh, if you're wanting to read more, find your favorite chair, your favorite blanket, look at something that 
you wanting to make the habit attractive so that you actually want to do it. It's good. Uh, so some people, all right, at the same time, don't mess up good for perfect. I think yes. attractive can also get caught up in the perfectionism realm. I mean, you've got to create your happy place. Yeah, you've gotta, for sure. So everybody's on a different journey. Right. But for, for me, like I've got my little red light room. And as weird as that may seem, I consider it like my biohacking closet. So it's not perfect. There's clothes in there that belong to Stephanie. There's long dresses. I can like, I can, it's not perfect. I'm taking over his biohacking closet it is, like, is what he's saying. Slowly <laughs> what's happening is the, the clothes are invading into my space. But it's still my space. So I would say if you like looked at our countertops right now, if you looked at our house, Stephanie likes to keep it picked up. When it's a mess, she she kind of freaks out a little bit. And honestly, I think I it's just function. it's good stewardship. But that's yeah. what that principle is all about, yeah. is making it attractive. Is it's a it's a, an inviting friendly environment right. that breeds the right actions. Right. The next thing he says is make it easy. He's like, Of course you want to make it easy, but the, most people take the path of least resistance. In this chapter, he really talks about your brain and how your brain will easily quit because it doesn't want to do the hard. And so in general, he says the easier you can make it. And this is, this is huge. He said, oftentimes people go, uh, I'm going to read more. I'm going to, I want to go running. I want to. And he goes, but we try to make it so difficult that you start, try to start from running zero miles to running three miles. And he goes, if all you did was go, I'm going to read before bed. So your new habit is I'm going to read one page before bed, or I'm going to read one page in the morning. Instead of saying, I'm going to go run three miles, or I'm going to do this race, I'm going to run two minutes. Uh, there was, I think it, this was an Atomic Habits, or it might have been the Miracle Morning. There was a book to where one of the authors said, when I was helping people get to the gym, he goes, all I would tell them to do is I want you to drive to the gym, go in for five minutes, and then leave. Do you remember well, what book that, that was? was? Even, that was Atomic Habits, and that was even building into it. So the first right. thing was like, get out your shoes. Right. Next day, get out your shoes, put them on, sit in the car. Third day, sit in the car, drive to right. the gym. Fourth day, walk into the gym. By Friday, it's like, just spend three minutes in the gym, then leave. I mean, that's the reality. Like, if you can, as silly as that may sound, because you're like, oh, I can just exponentially just jump to the 10th step. Right. Right. That's what's so often, that's behavior modification, by the way. Well, people do that with the keto diet all the time. They're like, I'm not doing anything. I need to lose some weight. I'm going to dive into doing keto. And they quit because it's so hard. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, and they take everything away. They don't try to do one thing at a time. They get frustrated, overwhelmed, and then they quit. He says it right here. He says, the point is not just to do that one right thing. Because the point is to show up to start. Because one minute of reading every single day is better than nothing, right? One push-up a day is better than no push-ups. One two-minute heart-to-heart with your spouse or your kids is better than nothing because when you start, then you're going to want to keep going. Oh, it just says kids, so you must want to talk to me. Yes. Oh, she added the spouse. But think about spouse. it. If you went to the, if you walked on your treadmill and you said, I'm just going to do this for two minutes, right. you're already started. You're eventually going to keep going. Yeah. One page might lead to two pages, right? One a two-minute conversation with your spouse or your kids will lead to a longer conversation and you excited to talk to them. Yeah. Two Instead of I, like craziness. Two things I think of. Yeah. You mentioned keto diet. Right. So who knew you could just drink ketones instead of doing the diet? So if you don't know about that, comment ketones down below. Second thing, it makes me think of the 15K mud run that I'll be doing this summer. Yeah. When I signed up for it in December, 
my entire family laughed at me. We They're laughed. Like, Thanks, Dad. You just wasted one hundred and fifty dollars. I know but, it was a oh, bad wife move. 100%. Little did they know that I was going to reverse engineer the entire goal. So there's little tiny things that I've been doing along the way. You've been eating better. And as soon as this snow leaves, I'm going to be outside. And then guess what? I'm not going to go run 15K right away. Right. But I'm going to go walk. And then I'm going to walk, run. And then I'm going to jog. And then I'm going to run. And then I'm going to do push-ups while I run. Like, I've got the whole plan. Got it all planned. But it's the baby steps. I love that. All right. The fourth one is communal. We talk about this on the page. If you're brand new, post new below. We'd love to get to know you. Yeah. But in general, it says don't do life alone, right? And uh, he says this. I mean, probably any book that you're going to read that's either awareness, self-development, anything that's really working on helping make you better, you're going to hear that you become like the top five people you hang around with. And Craig says, I don't think that's actually scientific, but if you're around a whole bunch of people, he's like, you know, if you're around people that are striving for better and they're encouraging and they're working on their health goals, you're going to strive to do it with them. Vice versa. If you're around people, let's say that you had, a, let's say four of your friends were sitting at home, drinking beer, eating chips, playing, playing tons of video games after friends. work, and they didn't want to hang out with their spouses and you came over, wouldn't you feel like you probably would end up like that or some way in those habits, right? And so he says, this needs to be, uh, don't try to do this by yourself. That's why we have the keto mom page, right? We encourage people. uh, We were just in Tennessee and there was a lady that came to one of our ketone shakeup. We were shaking up ketones and educating people on ketones. And she came and was so fun as she uh, asked on social media if anybody wanted to join her at the gym because she didn't want to do it by herself, which then one of my friends, Judith, said, I will go to the gym with you. So they get up together at 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym. And then I think Chris is going to start joining them because it's there's more power in a community. There's more power in doing it with somebody else because they're less likely to let themselves off the hook. Bam. Right? There it is. There it is. Hey, All you right. know what will be fun is we've actually had some really great connections that have come through social media. So if you feel comfortable, you should comment where you're tuning in from because you never know. There might yes. be somebody who's on the other side of town that you might be able to connect we with. We got to connect two ladies in the same town. Only 1,500 people lived in their town. They both commented on here and now they're great friends, great which friends, is super fun. They're, biz- they're doing together. Prove It together. They're like, drinking ketones. They're doing amazing. booths together. It is really, really fun. So. You never know. All right. Number five is make your habit repeti- like repetitious. And so doing things over and over again, it's not just the one time and you're going to have this habit down. It's doing it every single day. So he says it's not about the... Okay. This is super powerful because sometimes people will say, all right, Stephanie, uh, how much weight can I lose in two weeks? Or how many days do I have to do this before I see a change? Yeah. Right? Give me the 30-day plan. Give me the 28-day plan. I've heard it takes 21 days to create a habit. And he says, it's not about the number of days, but about the number of repetitions. Repetitions. Is that right? Yes. It's not about 21 days or 30 days or 90 days. What matters is how many times you do the new behavior. The more often that you do it, the more likely you'll be able to, it'll hardwire and you will stick with it. So we've got the repetitious, not the, in 30 days, you are going to see this. Perfect. So wrapping this up. He says, you need to make your habits obvious, attractive, easy, communal, and repetitious. And the goal or the exercise for this chapter is... So what's one habit you need to start? I need you to write that down. What's the one habit you need to start? And at this point, the reason why we're talking about behavior modification, the reason why we're talking about doing new things is because we've spent three weeks working on the mindset. Yes. 
Okay. So what's one thing you're going to start today? And what are you going to do to make that goal or that habit more obvious? So write it down. I will blank after I blank. So how can you make it obvious? How can you make it attractive? Really think about like, how can you make this habit fun? Right. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, what can you do to make this habit easy? I begin by doing blank for two minutes. Remember, it's about starting at a very small point. It's right. not me running my 15K race tomorrow. It's about doing push-ups today because it's cold outside. Right. Even though I should be doing hard things and if the snow wasn't this tall, I would be running. Right. We're getting there, right? So what can you do to make it what can you do to right. make it easy? And then really what can you do to make this repetitious? Meaning consistent. Consistent, consistent. Yeah. It's so important. All right. So tomorrow we'll dive into how to stop before you flop. But I would encourage you, if you're just tuning in, grab this book because you really need to go to the beginning of the book to start this, to make it actually stick with you and to actually work. Uh, we've been hearing a ton of stories from people of how this has changed their life. It's changing their mindset. They're actually working on the who before they do the do. So they actually feel like they're going to have momentum in changing the things they need to change. Who before the do. Right. There so thank is. you for tuning in. We truly appreciate you. Uh, you back. can always ask questions below. Yes, we don't have any trip. Well, we do have trips planned, but it's very quick. We are here. We're committed. We're going to be doing more lives and uh, reach out with questions. We'll connect with you. We'd love to help. That's all we have. All right. Have a great day. Bye, everybody.